Welcome to the Johannesburg Church of Christ podcast. In these podcasts, we seek to know Christ and to make him known to all nations and people. In the midst of these unprecedented times the world faces, we wish to encourage you with a thought for you to cut through your day. May today's message bring about peace in your thinking through Christ. Good morning. We continue with our series titled Spiritual Formation. And this week we'll be focusing on study. When you hear the word study, you probably associate it with your school days. Those days when we would pour ourselves over textbooks. Some of us even live by the motto, you cram, pass and forget. Some of us can't fall that way of thing, thinking, as it has brought us to where we are today and the successes we enjoy. For me, I remember way back in 2002 when I was still single. I was staying alone. I would wake up on Sundays, get the Sunday papers, Sunday Times, City Press, and Sunday World, and read the whole day. And that's how I would spend my Sundays. It was only until 2003 when I became a disciple that my life changed for the better. I've always loved reading and to acquire knowledge. When I enrolled for Ministry Training Academy, MTA, in 2011, I found myself stimulated and engaged by learning about spiritual matters at a deeper level. However, I found myself at crossroads a few years ago with so much spiritual knowledge acquired, but the heart not engaged at a corresponding level. It was not until recently when I started working on my heart that I learned that pursuing or acquiring knowledge does not automatically translate to transformation of the heart. The spiritual discipline of study involves more than simple reading, and the difference also goes beyond what you read. Just because you are reading the Bible, it doesn't mean you are studying it. Reading is about breath, while studying is about depth. Understanding what this discipline is about helps us to understand why it's an inward discipline, appreciate its role in spiritual formation, and why it differs from reading. So, what is this spiritual discipline of study? What is it that I missed? Richard Foster regards study as a specific kind of experience in which, through careful attention to reality, the mind is enabled to move in a certain direction. Of all the disciplines, the study of God's Word is arguably the most important. Only through the instruction of the Bible can we understand the ways and the will of God. The theology and practice of every spiritual discipline is rooted in Scripture. Without the study of God's Word, we cannot hope to grow spiritually. Psalm 119, verse 104 and 105 say, I gain understanding from your precepts. Therefore, I hate every wrong path. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light on my path. And a few uh, verses earlier, same chapter, uh, verses 92 and 93 reads, If your law had not been my delight, I would have perished in my affliction. I will never forget your precepts, for by them you have preserved my life. Through study, we see the connection between the mind and the heart. Knowledge is taken from the head 
to the heart. It's incorporated into our heart so that it not only alters our thought patterns, but transforms the entire being and how we act in the world. Spiritually oriented study also differs from reading and secular study with regards to your intentions. You are not just reading for information or entertainment, but for discernment. You are not seeking to know just what the text means generally, but what it means for you, how it will influence your decision-making and your actions thereafter. 1 Timothy 4 verses 11 to 16 say, Command and teach these things. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to preaching and to teaching. Do not neglect the gift or do not neglect your gift, which was given you through prophecy. When the body of elders laid their hands on you, be diligent in these matters. Give yourselves holy to them, so that everyone may see your progress. Watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them, because if you do, you will save both yourself and hearers. We see the elements of spiritually oriented study in this passage. Timothy was to devote himself to reading or studying the scriptures, internalize the scriptures so that they can transform him, and that transformation was to be visible for his benefit and others. Philippians 4 verse 8 says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. As I conclude, quoting Richard Foster, he says, The discipline of study is the primary vehicle to bring us to think about these things. Therefore, we should rejoice that we are not left to our own devices, but we have been given the means of God's grace for the changing of our inner spirit. Amen. Let's go to God in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, thank you so much, Father, for this opportunity, Father, to to engage in yet another spiritual discipline, Father. Spiritual discipline that is aimed at transforming our hearts, transforming who we are. And we are so grateful to learn more about this discipline of study and how we, through it, how when we engage through your weight or with your weight, Father, we can be transformed internally. We can be transformed in the inner core of who we really are. I pray all of this in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen.